Do you love movies? Do you love TV? Do you love when people give their opinions about your favorite movies and TV shows? Then you'll love Nadie and Katie and the movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nadie and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nadie, of course. And with me, as always, until we watch something that she really does not like whatsoever, is my good friend, Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm good, except that you just accused me of being a Fairweather fan. Well, I mean, there are things coming up in this list of Star Wars stuff that I know you're not going to like whatsoever. So I, I hope, I pray that you stick around long enough to watch everything that we're supposed to watch. Well, you know, since I get paid to do this, obviously I will. I'm just kidding. I don't, we don't get paid, <laughs> but I would just for you, Nathan, I would watch things I don't want to watch and for the people because we watch it. So you don't have to. For homework, we watched the spinoff of the Clone Wars, The Bad Batch, which is a group of, I guess, defective clones that team up together to fight the galaxy bad guys. But before we get into that, I actually found a brand new Star Wars chronological order list that I shared with Katie. And when she saw that list, she was like, oh my goodness, that list is extremely long. So... We had actually skipped a couple of shows uh, before we got to our homework. So I'm actually going to go ahead and talk about the 2003 Clone Wars episodes. So this, again, is like an, an alternate version of the Clone Wars. So I watched it, and um, it was interesting. It was interesting. The animation was was quite interesting. I think it was made by the same people who did the... The Cartoon Network show Samurai Jack. I don't know, Katie, have you ever watched Samurai Jack? Heard of it. Um, so are you saying that in a good way or a bad way? I mean, it, it was interesting. Uh, there were obviously some differences from this Clone Wars to what we saw, which I think is the far superior version. But in this web series, there is no Ahsoka, which kind of goes more in hand, hand in hand with, you know, the Star Wars that we know before all these TV shows came out, like Mandalorian and stuff that reintroduced Ahsoka. And this was before the Clone Wars with that character. So this web series kind of fit with the storyline of the movies. Because again, there was no Ahsoka. So Anakin obviously still goes bad, but it doesn't really show it 100% as much as it did in the movies. And at the end of this whole series, Obi-Wan takes him to this, cave tree where he's supposed to fight his inner demons or inner evil or whatever his anger his fear which kind of again goes with what happens in the future star wars movies so it kind of fits and and no yoda yoda does that in the clone wars right he has to fight his fears there's like three episodes dedicated to that well yeah that was his way of trying to find how to become immortal and how to become a force ghost this was more so to prove that Anakin could be a Jedi master in the Jedi order and all that stuff. The animation was, was crazy and it was very violent. And I think again, like Samurai Jack, the cartoon show was very violent. It wasn't for kids. I think it was part of, again, that alternate version of cartoon network for teens and adults. 
So, and it was, the action was crazy fast, action packed. It was cool to watch, but I mean, I think the Clone Wars that came after is far superior. Would you say we could kind of choose, like you, you don't have to watch, like you're not learning stuff in addition to, like were these sort of the same-ish timeline or do they actually, could they work with the Clone Wars TV show? No, I think and you don't have to watch it. I, I don't know why it's on this chronological list because the Clone Wars that we watch later kind of negates everything you just watched. Even though I will say in the the miniseries, um, they made Mace Windu really, really cool. Not saying Miss w- Mace Windu isn't cool already because he's played by Samuel L. Jackson in the movies. But in the clone, the other Clone Wars that we just watched, I don't think they really did as much. Now, granted, I probably didn't watch the Mace Window episodes because those weren't considered, quote unquote, essential. I want to move on to the thing that I got to watch, too. Bad Batch. Let's get into the, like, Clone Wars other knockoff. So the Bad Batch, again, is about a defective group of clones before Order 66 happens. That's where this show starts. It's before Order 66 happens. With you, which if you don't remember what Order 66 is, that's when the Emperor says, Implement Order 66. And all the stormtroopers go bad. There's this chip in their head, and it kind of switches on, and they turn against the Jedi. And the Bad Batch, because they're defective clones, at first, they make you think that they're not affected by this. Right? So I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense, because they're defective. So they probably don't have these chips. But then later on in the episode, you find out, oh, wait, they do have those chips because one by one, each of them starts slowly because it doesn't affect them right away. I think that's the point they were trying to get across. And Crosshairs is the one that turns first. Crosshairs like, is like their sniper guy, their, their sharpshooter. He always hits his target. And so, of course, he was the first one to get turned first, and he doesn't turn back. And he doesn't want to because now he's a bad guy. I thought it was good, but I was kind of bummed because I felt like the Bad Batch team should stay together. Um, but you know, it would be worth doing is introducing the Bad Batch. I mean, because how many, I think there's five people total. Can we do like a little roll call? We have Rambo. I'm just kidding. No. The, the, the lead guy is like a kind of a Rambo type oh, guy with Hunter. his headband. But his name is Hunter. The, the stereotypical strong but dumb. He's Wrecker. And then, and then we have, have the nerd tech. So you're tech, helping yep. me remember. Yeah. The nerdy guy who's like good at all technology. And then the additional, he wasn't an original bad batch guy. He got added on from Echo. Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. He was in Clone Wars. And he's the one that got kidnapped and hooked up to wires and stuff. Which I guess his superpower is a human R2D2. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. He says yeah. Half machine. And then you find out that there's also another clone, which also kind of tripped me up at first. And then it tripped me up some more when they explained exactly who this person is. So they go to Camino. I think they go to Camino, which is where they do all the clone stuff. And they meet this little girl and her name's Omega. And you find out later that this little girl is actually a clone, which kind of tripped me up at first. But then I did my science lookup and it is possible for a male to be used and the clone can end up being female. Cause at first that I don't know why, but that just tripped me up. I was like, well, maybe that's 
not to sound insulting, but maybe that's her defect that <laughs> that she's a girl. And so I thought that's what they were going with. But then they explain later that she's a 100% match to Django Fett. So she's not necessarily defective. So maybe her defectiveness is the fact that she's a girl. So maybe I was right the whole time. Did, sure. you, did you understand that in the show? What I, mean? I didn't understand was why Hunter, the leader of the Bad Batch, was so connected with her. Like they kept hinting that there was some connection. So I was like, is this going to find out that's her, his like long lost daughter? Like, well, cause she's a kid and you wanted to protect the kid. I mean, there didn't really need to be that much of an explanation. I guess I, I didn't love her character that much. I did like her. She had kind of fun, like a more New Zealand accent. I love that they have all these different people have accents, even though they're clones. But I will say going back a little bit to crosshairs, if there was any of the guys that was going to turn bad, it was going to be him. You know why? Because his voice always sounded evil. That's true. That's true. I mean, is there, can you think of anything plot wise that like, okay, what happens in the end or what, yes. what note are we leaving off? Well, we leave off the fact that the empire is actually slowly planning to get rid of the clones, the whole clone program. And one of the scientists, the long headed alien people, does not like that. So she actually tries to help the Bad Batch uh, on their missions and stuff. And so, of course, the Empire finds that out. They don't like that. So they arrest the scientist and they say, hey, we have other plans for you. We're not going to kill you. We have other plans for you. And they don't say what it is because there's a season two coming out soon. And also by the end of this whole series, they destroy the whole Camino place. Like the whole clone central, they destroy it. So it's at the bottom of the ocean. So now, of course, there can't be any more clones. So what's going to happen? And this actually plays into another thing that confused me at first before the show actually explained itself. And that is, I always thought that all the stormtroopers were always clones. But then when the newest Star Wars trilogy came out and the first trailer shows Finn the character Finn, an African-American character, he takes off the helmet and it reveals that it's him. I'm like, he doesn't look like Django Fett at all. Yeah, but- so you're saying that not not all the stormtroopers are clones. Right, and this show introduces that fact because, again, the Empire was planning on getting rid of the clone program and just recruiting people who wanted to fight. Mm. That's what they do. Well, that makes me more annoyed because you know, if you're a stormtrooper because you can't help it because you had Order sixty six, then that I'm not mad at you. If you like willingly signed up to be in the Empire, sketchy. Well, it also ends with crosshairs, still kind of bad, but on the good side, kind of, and trying to figure out what side he actually wants to be on, and he's left by himself to figure that out. So I guess we'll figure that out in the second season, which we probably won't watch until somewhere we're, we're probably in the middle of something else. So Right. Well, and then timeline-wise, where does that fall? Um, okay, well, then let's review. I, I, I need everyone to know that Nathan did not prep me. The very first episode is over an hour long. So it's like two and a half episodes in length. Um, so be prepared. It's like it's kind of like Clone Wars, where you have a movie leading into the TV show. Um, I do also feel like if you've never seen Clone Wars, it would be advantageous to go back and watch the Bad Batch episodes. Like they kind of 
they do a little intro. Like I think the very first episode they do introduce everyone's name. You know, I think he's like introducing him to some young Jedi, but I don't, they didn't give you much backstory. They kind of expected you to have already watched Clone Wars. Well, and I'll also say you have to watch Clone Wars because Rex from Clone Wars does show up because I corrected myself last time, but I'm going to correct myself again. I stated when we reviewed Clone Wars that it was my perspective that uh, Rex actually sacrificed himself at the end of Clone Wars. And that was not the case because he shows up in this show. I just didn't pay attention enough, I guess. Likes and dislikes. Uh, I think it's cute. I like, I think it's like, on the one hand, I found it more entertaining. Like there was a lot more personality, whereas like they try to differentiate the clone personalities and the clone wars, but they all basically seem the same to me. Um, whereas this is very distinct. However, I mean, it's 2022. I understand that we're running out of content to make movies and TV shows, but like, let's get past the stereotypes. Like the big, the big dumb one and the smart one and then the leader. I don't know. It just felt a little like the tech one. To me, it was like very stereotypical team that you'd see. Uh, but I did really like the characters that they, that they were there. I thought there was a lot of funny moments. And my biggest critique would just be that it felt like filler. I agree to a certain extent, but I also disagree because, like I said, it it made me realize that not all the clones have to, well, not all the stormtroopers have to be clones. And so it kind of makes more sense in the future when you notice certain things. I think the first episode, the you know, it being over an hour was kind of a little excessive because season seven of Clone Wars, the first couple episodes were there to introduce you to the Bad Batch. So I didn't really think the first episode needed to be over an hour because we were, were already introduced to them in Clone Wars. But I think to your point also, that was kind of to introduce them to people who may not have watched the Clone Wars TV show, which if, which if you haven't, I don't understand why you would watch the Bad Batch because it's just like with Marvel. It gets to a certain point where if you haven't watched stuff before, it's just going to get crazy confusing and it's not going to make sense. So it gets to a place where you have to watch other things. And the fact that everything is on Disney plus now shameless plug kind of helps you watch them all. I don't really think I had any big complaints. I, I was just really intrigued by it. I thought it was cool. I mean, maybe the only complaint would be the first episode being a little excessive because everything else was basically 30 minutes. I, I mean, it also speaks to say that my husband, who was told that he'd be watching 25 minutes worth of a show that he didn't sign up for, was willing to sit through the whole hour. And then he was even bought in enough that he was like, can we watch the next episode before we go to bed? Yeah, they, they do a really good job. It's bad. The same people, obviously, that did Clone Wars. So they do a really good job at helping you invest in these characters and have that sort of connection with them. So we rate our shows in Grogu's from one to six Grogu's. And I gave, I think I gave Clone Wars kind of low. Oh, sorry, Ben. I gave Clone Wars kind of a low score. Now I regret that because I would rate Bad Batch lower. I, I don't know. I think Bad Batch didn't hold my attention enough. I fast forwarded through some of the parts that was just seemed boring to me, like, Three. Okay. Well, I I probably give Bad Batch a four. Uh, I do remember you actually rated the last four episodes of season seven. You gave those four episodes a six. Yeah. Pretty high. Yes. 
because it connected really well with what we were watching. So that is Bad Batch, everybody. So if you want to go out and watch it, go out and watch it. If you haven't watched it already, hopefully you're following along with us. I will be posting that brand new chronological order list in our Facebook and our Instagram and our Twitter so you can find those things. Please follow the show. And if you give us a review, that actually helps people find the show even more. So leave us a review. Let us know what we're doing right. And we're maybe, you know, hopefully not what we're doing wrong. But if you want to let us know that, you can. So, Katie, what is our homework for next week? Well, next up, we are watching a movie. And that is Han Solo's backstory to learn about. Uh, Unfortunately, also, Harrison Ford is not in it. But... Um, it is the everyone, solo. Everyone needs to know Han Solo's backstory. Everyone needs to know that. I can't wait to talk, talk about it. And also, there is another show that we skipped because we just introduced this new chronological order, and I'm super excited to talk about it. It was really, really good. Until next time, Katie, do you have any last words to let us out of this episode? Yes, I actually have a really good quote because I feel like it is deep. So this was from Echo. He says. It's kind of ironic. Clones wanted names instead of numbers. Yet now people are signing up to be given numbers. And this was, of course, in reference to the fact that the Empire is giving them numbers. Oh, I thought they were just playing a really long game of bingo. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you wish for us to watch, you can contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.